Hi, and welcome to this week's Women of Power broadcast. I'm Laura Topper, and I'm feeling so excited because our beautiful <laughs> guest today is Patricia Watson. And Patricia is a beaming light of joy. She's come <laughs> on to the Women of Power show, bringing her people with her. <laughs> Literally, she's a force of amazingness. <laughs> I'm just been so excited to be with you, to be sharing with you today. Thank you Thank for you. being here. Thank you. It is a pleasure and an honor to be here today. Thank oh, you so much. You are a sunbeam <laughs> coming through the airwaves. <laughs> and I would like to read some of your your bio here that you've sent, sent in because... Sure. Um, I believe your work is so powerful, your consciousness, uh, your intention, and that you have been a long-time student of consciousness and of spirituality yeah. and particularly science of mind, the philosophy. <laughs> and you're a licensed practitioner, uh, yes. religious science practitioner since 2004. <laughs> and you talk here on your bio about sometimes in life you feel stuck and you don't know how to move forward. And your work assist people with um with with that figuring out of how to improve or the way getting getting onto that first step onto their path of of improving their lives by using very practical and spiritual methods and patricia you're here to ass assist people in the process of discovering their true selves <laughs> and there are also times when things go really well and there you are, Patricia, shining your light. You're a singer and performer and songstress and uh, with the Patricia Watson quintet and, and Seaside Capella Chorus. Your voice is beautiful, Patricia. Thank and you. you're a member of the Center of Peace yes. in Philadelphia and you assist with the Sunday service there as a, as a singer and as a member bringing in your light and your love and your gifts and, and so many other ways that you are showing up as a spiritual teacher and you're the chair of the <laughs> education committee there. And you hold a bachelor's degree from Antioch University. And I'm just feeling so thrilled that you're here, <laughs> Patricia. Thank you. Thank you. You are a woman of power. I first <laughs> saw you on a video. I'd like to play some of it in a minute. A, a song sure. created called... Uh, you are the power. And what is it? What what inspired you to to bring that forwards? Um, well, it came to me in a dream, actually. Um, the, the words to the song, and, and I got up in the middle of the night and sang it into my cell phone, and then called a friend of mine the next day and asked him if he could help me put it together in terms of um, you know, the words and not only the words, it's wordsmith it, but also put together the music for it. And I wanted so many years to tell people, stand in your power. We are all put on this earth for a purpose and a reason. Um, and my purpose is different than others. And, and so it's not about trying to be like somebody else, like I used to. It's trying to be who I am authentically on this earth and sort of living up to it and acknowledging it. And so when the words of the song came to me, I wanted to put it into a music video. Um, and But I didn't at the time, I didn't think I had the money. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, and so one of the things I did was to do a GoFundMe, but then I decided, you know what? this is important to me. And so, you know, you just dig into resources and make it happen. And so we brought the team together. I, I got a producer who um, sat down and wrote basically the whole outline of the production. And um, we got some actors to get engaged as well. My band, of course. And we put it together in 2019. And it wasn't to basically go viral anything of that nature it was basically for me to express who i am through the music so you got the power means just get out of our way because we have a tendency sometimes i have a tendency sometimes to question whether i'm good enough to do it and so it just means get out of the way drop it and just move through it 
And even if it's fearful, because a lot of times it is, and the fear is not fear of failing sometimes, it's fear of being successful. And so this whole song came together and we put it into the video and we're doing a concert very shortly, Women of Jazz, Women in Jazz. And that's one of the songs in, in the concert. And also another song I wrote, Woman, You've Come a Long Way, honoring my ancestors who got me to where I am today. Oh, <laughs> that is so powerful. And I, re I just really align with what you're, what you're saying. You had a dream and you knew that the song had to come through and yeah. nothing was going to stop that dream from coming into form. And I, I too have that, that a similar story to that around a song. I'm not going to share it now because the spotlight is here on, on you and what you're sharing. But it's just testimony to that, that yes, when we, are, when we believe in something, there's nothing that can stop it. Only ourselves, only our own That's thinking it. process and our belief That's system. It. And That's it. Right. And so what impact has, that, has doing that had for you personally? Um, it's made me realize that I can do it. <laughs> I, I, and, and it's not necessarily that I can do it by myself because a lot of times it's with a support team. Yeah. Um, uh, my husband is a very big cheerleader. I love it. Um, and, you know, the band, my band, my spiritual community, my friends, um, my spiritual coach um, are all, you can do this. And so they're there to lift me up and move me forward, not to put me on their shoulders or anything like that. It's not about, you know, that kind of thing, but it's about being able to pat me on the back, help, help me move through those hurdles, you know, because when I get to the point where the blockages are there and, and I'm human, so they do come up. <laughs> yeah. But when I get to the point where the blockages are there, they're there to help me move through it and assist in that process. And, it's very empowering, really. And it helps me to assist others to yes. know that their truth is what they're, they're living and what they want to do in their lives. Yeah. That's where visioning comes into play. That's where visioning. So th that song is your calling card. Yeah. That song is your calling card. And so how... I thought about it that way. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I think so. I think, you know, where's your card? Here it is. <laughs> Here's my card. Um, speaks it speaks to um our heart and i love or i'm interested in what you've just you're saying you're putting on a concert to honor your ancestors and it's often our ans you know those belief systems and ideas that come through from the ancestral lineage um many of which are supportive and they they make us who we are and what we believe to be true and then there are those beliefs that are you know then they were maybe supportive for those then and now we can let them go we can dissolve and evaporate those beliefs if they no longer serve yeah yeah and the song i was telling you about woman you've come a long way um is a part of the concert there are two other women that are in this this concert with me which is amazing we did it another woman in jazz concert about eight or nine years ago and um my manager decided that it was time to do it again. So we're doing it with two other women, but now we have a full band, which is wonderful. All the instruments, you know, the brass, the, the keyboard, the bass, the you name it. So it's, oh my gosh. it's going to be phenomenal. And I'm oh my so gosh. excited. <laughs> You're going to be, oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> it is. That's it so, is exciting. so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we play? I'd like to play. Um, sure some of your song i've actually got it here on uh where is it here it is i'm gonna bring it in and i'm gonna take myself out I
That is such an exciting song. <laughs> I just wanted to get up and dance. <laughs> Be there in that. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'm, I'd like to ask you right now, Patricia, what is or what are, what is your superpower? And if there are more, what are your Ooh. superpowers? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think what my, what, what my, one of my superpowers is, you know, Ernest Holmes always talks about trying to be a loving presence um, in this lifetime. And so for me, it's looking out. So what does that really mean? <laughs> um, what, it, what it means in terms of how I show up on a daily basis, how I show up, not only for myself, but for others. Um, I used to show up for others always in a loving way, but didn't love myself, which mm. meant I can't love you. <laughs> and how um, did you recognize that? That's a big piece to recognize. I think. Oh, yeah. well, I had a really good counselor years ago who... And, and it was funny because he came up to me and he stood in front of me. Actually, I call him a counselor, but he was a guy I used to party with <laughs> at the disco. <laughs> I love it. But he came, he came up to me one night and he looked me in the face and he said, you have no confidence in yourself. You don't think you're beautiful. And I am here to whip that out of you. I'm like, excuse Ooh. me? <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> And we became friends. Um, so Margaret and I became really, really good friends. And um, from that point on, I started looking at, okay, so um, I've been giving my power away. I've been giving love away. I've been giving everything away to other people, but I haven't been taking care of myself. And my well is dry. <laughs> what am I gonna do about it? And so I did, I did go into therapy. And um, one of the things that she had me do immediately, and I know this sounds strange, but every morning when I got up was to stand in front of the mirror and tell myself how beautiful I was. Oh. And that was hard. That was really tough because I didn't see it initially. And um, now, now I do. Um, but it took a while to actually start to love myself. And one of the things I, I started thinking about was what makes Patricia happy? <laughs> what makes me happy? Not what makes other people happy, but what makes me happy? And so I started to really start to incorporate that in my life so that I could feel the power, really feel powerful in, in my being um, and one of our practitioners, Callista Dorsey, always says, um, I am loved, loved, and lovable. And I started yeah. taking that model on in terms of knowing that, yeah, I am loved, I am loved, and I am lovable. And the love comes from giving love to me so that I can basically help other people as well. So that's one of the critical pieces um, in terms of I, what I consider to be my superpower. And of course, music. Hello. <laughs> music. And so I just would, I'd love to know what happened when you did that, when you, you stood there and you said, you know, I am beautiful and I'm loved and I'm lovable and I'm loving. What actually, what did you see change for you? Um, after crying a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what, what started, I think, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know, finding, finding Science of Mind and, and the Center for Spiritual Living and starting to take classes really helped a lot, um, especially, the, you know, my first class was, of course, foundations, like everyone takes, literally, and just starting to get into, um, for me, it's a practice, um, a daily morning practice of getting up and the, <laughs> one of the things I do is sing one of Karen Drucker's songs. Thank you for this day, spirit. Thank you for this day as I get out of bed. Um, and then I just go into my practice, my meditation and, and my, you know, my, my treatment, my prayer, yeah. and then uh, read the science of mind magazine. And sometimes, you know, a lot of people say, you, you know, journaling is really great. Well, I'm not necessarily a journaler, but what I will do is my own gratitude journal in my head. Yeah. What I am grateful for in this moment right now. And then when I go to bed at night, I have a practice of lying in bed and saying, what am I grateful for 
today. Um, because I used to go to bed and go, oh man, you messed up here and you, you screwed up there and you right. didn't, you know? Um, so it's letting that go because I can't change it. It happened. You know, I was talking to a yeah. friend today and she was saying something about how she wanted to go forward with her business, but she was also going back to the past and saying, I wish I had. I said, that's the worst thing that we can do. Oh, yes. Back and say, I wish I had. The thing is, we didn't. So if it didn't happen, I can't make it happen in terms of what transpired then. But I can sure shift from here on. And here's the other biggie is I can't go out into the future and say, I want this to happen or I'm going to do this because then I'm not living in the moment. I think Eckhart Tolle taught me that one of his books that we read a long time ago, living in the moment. I went, what? Me living in the moment. <laughs> so accepting what's happening now. And if I want to shift something, then I have the capability to do it now. Not tomorrow, but now. So that's that's what's been really important to me is learn learning. And do I have it down pat? No. <laughs> it but it means I can come back to it. When I have this little thing I call my stop sign when I go off the rails and I derail. It's like, stop, you don't have to go there anymore. It's not worth it. You know, it's, it's a lot of um, negative energy that I don't need to be holding on to anymore. It's just releasing it and moving through and letting it go. Yeah. <laughs> Does that answer oh, your question? <laughs> yeah. And it feels like you're, it's a level of an, a level of awareness in the moment. Huge to yes. catch yourself and say yeah. stop yeah. you know that that's would you say that is one of your all a, a really yeah. profound spiritual practice for you yes because it's during the as it's happening in in situ rather than you know waiting and then regretting right right and I think that piece of regret that you've just brought through is really important because I think um, me personally is it's very easy to go into those feelings of <sighs> I wish I would have and I'm disappointed because if I would have done that, then maybe it would be different now or, you know, and feelings of shame and feeling ashamed and yeah. all of those, those emotions that um, they're good indicators, aren't they? To, for us to work on, our, work on ourselves or work on those emotions and dissolve them because yeah, yeah it's yeah. very powerful. They are, <laughs> they are. It, it's, it's, it's amazing in terms of, I, I call it being awake to living Yes. versus being asleep, which I was for many years. Yeah. Um, Did you sing when you were asleep? Were you a singer when you were asleep? <laughs> <laughs> I've been singing a long time, um, yeah. but I, I've just basically started living it because um, I had a professor many years ago when I was in university, um, in, when I had gone into American University for my master's program. And one of the things he said to me was, and I believed him, unfortunately, was, you're not going to make it in the music industry. There are too many people out there right now trying to do that. So give that up and focus on business. And so I did for many years. And I guess when I was in my 50s, I woke up one day and felt like uh, I, I would say three quarters of my spirit were gone. And oh, I went, what? I can't, I can't do this anymore. So you were in adult education. Yeah. Oh, yeah. because we hear of that. I hear of yeah. that, you know, for little ones and in school, I heard it, you know, you won't, yeah. be, but to hear it in adult education. Yeah. I went back to university when I was in my forties to get my undergraduate. And then I did a year of my master's at American. Yeah. <laughs> and those, those beliefs um, transmitted, they're so powerful, aren't they? We, we fall for them. <laughs> you know, we yeah. kind of believe that this is one person's opinion is, is the outpicturing of our own lives. Right. Why do we that do that? Take it. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why do we do it? That's Why a big question. It? Because I, I guess for, for me, it was because I thought he knew the truth about who I was and what I needed to do. 
Right. When in essence, I'm the one that knows the truth. And when I, it's interesting because when I do visioning with people and when I do, um, you know, spiritual coaching with people, um, and they're looking for that direction and that path, it's what's in your soul. Now, once you've identified what's in your soul and the direction you want to go, then then let's talk about a roadmap. But before we talk about a roadmap, and then also the people you need to support you who are going to be your cheerleaders and your supporters versus the naysayers. We need, we need to get rid of the naysayers, you know, and, and, you know, cause some people will say to me, well, I don't know why you want to do that. And my comment is because I want to, Yeah, you know why you want to do it. <laughs> now I know why I want to do it. You know why you want to do it. Right, right, right. So I so, want to just give a, a welcome in to, uh, to those that are watching here. Uh, Terry Choice, welcome here. You're fully, <laughs> fully present in here. And Reverend Rainbow, welcome here. It's great to be with you. And, and who, if you're watching, um, whether in real time or at any point, or on the podcast, because this will be on a podcast, we're here with Patricia Watson, and we're talking about um, we're, well, Patricia's talking about her journey, her journey, her understandings of what it takes to really live into your power and live into your truth and do what it feels good do to do what feels good uh, rather than um, listening or taking on board other people's opinions. Um, what was it like for you? Where, how did you discover your singing voice? What what happened? And I'm, I hear that, you know, you, you knew you wanted to sing and yet you didn't have that, maybe that confidence within you. To, and that was wrapped up in the self-love piece. Go back before that, when you really knew that, it, oh, I feel good doing this. Um, well, I've always felt good singing, but, you know, yeah. there was that, that interruption, you know, woman yeah. interrupted, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I started taking voice lessons. And I, oh. and my voice coach said to me, my first lesson said, um, how long do you want to sing? And I said, until I can't anymore, you know, oh. until I leave this earth. And he said, in that case, I suggest you continually take voice lessons to not only strengthen your voice, but also use it correctly so that you're not straining in any way or overusing it so that you can't use it. Yeah. That's the worst thing. So um, I took lessons with him for five years. Unfortunately, he got dementia. And um, but the interesting thing with him was when I would go visit him, because of the fact that he was classically trained and sang opera, I would play opera for him and he would conduct and sing the opera. But he couldn't remember what happened two seconds ago. Wow. It was amazing. So, um, so Jim was very, very instrumental. And so I've continued to take voice lessons and I'll pick them up again in the fall. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was very helpful. That was very helpful. Yeah. And I love what you're saying there because often we have a, a talent and we may be too shy or embarrassed to, to actually have the lessons, even if we think that we're not going to be doing it as, you know, but you were enjoying it. You were having fun and he supported <laughs> you. He supported you. Of course, it's well, my yeah. first lesson. I woke up, walked out in tears, but yeah. <laughs> but I came back. You because, came back. Well, he's he was. A, I was not used to a teacher who was very extremely critical, um, and very upfront, literally in your face. Um, and if I hadn't done my homework, <laughs> he would call me on the carpet. So yeah. He was very, very, very helpful. And my last two voice teachers have been extremely amazing. My, 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 my person voice teacher for during COVID for two years was my husband's cousin's daughter. And now she's four months, five months pregnant. So um, I'm going back to another co coach in the, in this, in the fall. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you have another superpower? That you'd like to um, share. Okay, I know this is weird, but I love, love, love being in the woods. Um, so the superpower Ooh. in the woods is I have my special meditation rock. We live, we have about 25 to 50 acres of, of woodlots in back of us. 
And so I just walk out the back door and within 10 minutes, I'm at my special meditation rock. So the woods, you know, nature, birding, um, just being, being in nature is an, is another one of my superpowers. And we just came back from an amazing trip to Haida Gwaii, which is, um, Haida Gwaii is on the uh, west coast of Canada. And it's basically the, the islands where the Haida Gwaiians lived many, many years ago with the tall totem poles and everything. And the trip was just one solid week of going from island to island, meeting people from that culture, engaging with nature. I saw singing to the trees. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. the trees. Amazing. <laughs> Kayaking um, with no internet or cell phone reception for a whole week. Oh, that must have been amazing. Just the no internet piece because we're consumed with this. I know, I know, I know. And and one thing that trip taught me when I came back, I made a commitment to, I'm I'm on internet every day. So I made a commitment that on Sundays, the only reason I go on internet is to watch my service from the US. And at six o'clock every night, I'm off the computer. So I've set that, that Brilliant. taught me that that's another way to take care of myself. Yeah. <laughs> and it does make a difference to set the boundaries. Huge. It does, Huge. doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Mm. So I, what do you believe, Patricia, about spirituality and being, um, you know, having your own business? whether you want to call it a business or a ministry or <laughs> ministry, yeah. a ministry. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think it takes now in these times, it, you know, 2023 uh, to create your ministry in your own unique way and to bring that forwards and prosper from it by prospering others, of course, yeah. what, what qualities and values would you say are really necessary for you in this process? Um, I think, I think for me, one is the love of doing it. So um, right now, we have the study group, which I love. And my friend Terry, by the way, is facilitating on Saturday. I'll send you the link, by the way. I'll send you the link. Thank you. Um, And now I've had the study group since 2003 before I came a practitioner, which is really wonderful. So that, that sustains me and helps me move through. Um, I think what's really critical is doing what I love. And right now, what I love, besides music, of course, is being engaged in my spiritual center and um, being on the education team and being engaged with the practitioners as well. And, and my and Reverend Tawana Malone is my senior minister. Uh, and just continually centering myself, grounding mm-hmm. myself. That's so important. Yes. Because I'm, I'm, I'm an extrovert, so I'm out there, and I have to ground myself. Otherwise, I find by the end of the day that my, I'm drained. So yes. that's critical and important. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's continuing with that self-care piece. Yeah. Self love, knowing ourselves, knowing where we, where we, where we, yeah, where we, <laughs> those places where, okay, I need to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one, one, one interesting thing was in uh, Science of Mind magazine today. Uh, Reverend Christy Hardwick has been doing the daily guides this month. Yes. And one piece stuck out for me, and it's, it says, um, Even if my body diminishes in power over time, there is a power in me that never diminishes. Mm. This power lies in knowing I am centered in God, flowing from God, and moving in God. And I said, okay, I'm taking that and putting it across the top of my computer (laughs) and looking at it because when are we feel drained we're not and especially 
when we have in situations that are challenging, like health, okay? Or um, like a situation when somebody comes at you angrily and you have to deal with it. Um, just knowing that everything's okay. Just, just acknowledging what's happening, but not getting caught up in it. In it. Um, I used to teach people when I, I, I was a, did, had my own business and did management and employee training for over 30 years, actually. And one of the things I used to teach people is when people are angry and come at you, it's understanding, is it you or them? Mm. First of all. Where that where's that coming from? And secondly, I used to use what I would call like a piece of Teflon <laughs> to reflect back what they're saying. So I would repeat back what they are saying as we could as so that I understood where they were coming from first, and then we could have a discussion versus if somebody, was angry with me and said something and I'd go, Oh, come on, now let's get real here. You know, that kind of thing. All that does is escalate it. And then we have an issue. And doesn't that come back to, I think I've got a bit of a, a, a time lag here with the video, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to interrupt you. Well, that's okay. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> First of all, um, Terry has just put up a, a little note to say that it's not coming through on Facebook. So we are here on, we're on YouTube on my Laura Topper channel, if um, just to let people know, but mind you, if anyone's looking, they won't find it, but they will. They'll find it. It'll be there soon. And Reverend Christy, Christy was uh, was her writing instructor last oh, year. Cool. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And it, I, from what I'm hearing is, it comes back to that. This is self love. Um, you know how we respond to situations and circumstances is how you know it's how I. If I'm responding from that place of reaction and anger, mm -hmm. I, I'm that I'm that's me I'm responding with because there's only one in the room. <laughs> so and I love I love what, what you're talking about here because what it um that piece that you've just quoted, it reminds me of remembering to surrender to God. To yeah. know that God within is all there is. God is everywhere as everything. And sometimes I forget that. And I yeah. put all of, I give the, the world of effect power. And forget that there is a law operating here. And I can relax and right. let it happen. Right. Why do you think, what is it? It's like an inherent thing. We, like struggle is an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> it can be, can't it? It can, but it doesn't yeah. have to be. No, <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Right, and and, and I think it's. I think when when we realize that struggle is an addiction, then we don't go there. But sometimes we go there because it's been a habit for years and years and years. And if something happens that triggers it we go there immediately yet it's okay as long as we catch ourselves and yes. say no i don't need to do that right now it's Back not okay self-awareness <laughs> self it's a, it's a self-awareness again right so how would you um for for anyone that's watching now or or catches up with this because this is a great conversation i'm really interested in how what you would be saying to a client or someone you know that's really feeling that desire in their heart to tap into the gifts and the talents and and their god-given gifts mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. to share those with the world right now and be feeling shy or in doubt or uncertain about really expressing the, themselves authentically. Mm -hmm. What would you, what would you share from your experience? Because you, you were there, we've all been there, you know, we've all been in that place. I would actually probably have them do what I would call like, like, let's go into a dream. <laughs> 
and think about where you are now. And let's look out to where you'd like to be. What does that look like? And let, let's just discuss what it looks like, what it feels like, what you're saying, who you're talking to, how you're being in the world, and then have them just move through that and talk about it. And I would capture what they're saying, actually, so, yeah. so that we'd have a record. And then, okay, so now let's work backwards. <laughs> how do we get there Yeah. from this point? What's the support you need? Sometimes people need support. Sometimes people need to need somebody more than a spiritual coach, like a, a counselor who can deal with a lot of the issues from the past, per yeah. se. Um, sometimes they just need a cheerleader. Sometimes they need more education. Sometimes they need whatever it is that it takes. This is the first day of your life. Yeah. The first moment of your life. Yeah. Based on that. How are you going to fulfill the rest of your dream? I had a um, years ago, um, so the Shabal Institute, which was here, used to do summer workshops. And there was one of the persons um, who was a Buddhist did a, a week long workshop. And at the end of the workshop, he had us write our obituary. Of course, everybody was in tears. Oh, <laughs> yes, I've done it. And then <laughs> I looked at it and went, you know what? I'm not living the life I want to live. <laughs> it's an incredible exercise, isn't it? It's a powerful yeah, exercise. Really. Very powerful. Yes. And so um, that, was, that would help as well. I mean, it would be a timing thing in terms of I wouldn't have somebody do that right off the bat because I'd freak them out. <laughs> but... But over a period of time, it might be really good to see if if I am in alignment with what I would like to do in this in this world, and how do I carry that out? And I think that that's the important factor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you feel? Because for me, I I recognize also you were talking about habit, um, you know, habit of struggle. Sometimes it can be that I I continue with a on a path of creating or being involved in projects and believing that it's still mine to do and it's a <laughs> habit that's keeping me doing that rather than checking in with myself really I'm learning that really big time actually yeah. Patricia to more regularly check in and say is this really now today in this moment what is serving me and is it the calling yeah. and I'm surprised that the no, when it comes, you know, how many no's are coming through and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I think the hard thing sometimes for me around that is I can acknowledge that and I know that what I'm doing, I just finished working um, with, I, I sing with the chorus. And so we had a choir fest and um, I organized the choir fest. I mean, I had a team working with me, but there was a lot of stuff, you know, and I'm not a detail person. <laughs> so I mean I love to go in there and help out but I don't know when to check all the boxes and make sure that everything <laughs> is done um and that's what I was doing and so I realized yeah. and recognized that okay so next time when we have a choir fest I'm I will help out but I will not be the the, the, the chief so to speak okay um and I'm also realizing right now, this is a really good example, like we're getting ready for this concert on July 22nd and we have rehearsals every week. I also have my Seaside Echo pilot chorus rehearsals every week. And singing jazz allow, and gospel allows me to use vibrato. Singing barbershop is straight tone. And my rehearsals are Tuesday night for jazz and Wednesday night for barbershop. So I, I, I talked to my director and I said, Judy, I love you guys. I'm taking the summer off. Yeah. I can't do both. I can't do both. And this tomorrow I have a meeting. I've been on a board of um, a gentleman here is an amazing philanthropist. And I've been on the board for the last two years. I can't do it anymore. So I'm going to be having wow. a conversation tomorrow 
about, you know, thank you. It's been a really amazing experience, but my focus is now on my music and my spiritual community and my family. <laughs> Got to get them in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yes. yeah. And that's so powerful to have that clarity and to actually align with the values, to align with those values and to, and to, to be okay with saying no, because then we, and you mentioned this, I think before we, um, before we came on or maybe at the beginning, then we, resentment happens. Yes. A lot. A lot. Against myself. Resentment. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> Because we, because right. then I know I, I'm not really fully expressing as I really want to in my heart, and I begin to start resenting yeah. the experience, the situation, my life, yep. everything, the everything, my hairdresser, <laughs> <laughs> the whole lot. And I want to, I want to advise people to not get to that point. No, because what I normally do is wake up in the middle of the night and I'm having anxiety attacks and I'm going all right, you know what? <laughs> it is time to stop this nonsense. And I'm saying, don't get to that point. Yeah. You know, recognize it the minute you go, this isn't working. And, and find ways to release it versus holding on to it and saying, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Well, yes. you're, oh. you're yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I, a dear friend of mine, practitioner, Bonnie, she read this out to me, Laura. Are you willing to disappoint others to be true to yourself? Wow. I wrote yes. that down. Here it is. <laughs> it's like <laughs> right by my computer. And it's what you're saying. Yeah, read that, read that one more time, please. Are you willing to disappoint others to be true to yourself? And it's a good question for those that are watching right now at whatever point. Are you willing? to be true, to dis disrupt others or disappoint others, disrupt others' idea of you or disappoint others, to be true to yourself? And I say Ooh. yes. Yes. Definitely, because otherwise we're the ones that are carrying all of that. We're the ones that at this point in my life, it, it affects my mind, body, spirit. <laughs> And um, probably prior to this point in my life, it affected the same thing. But but it's really about getting to that point where it is okay to say no. And no is a full sentence. Yes. <laughs> it's a complete sentence. Not no with conditions. I mean, I'll say no with conditions if I feel it's okay. No but. But no, yeah, but no there's bar. no but. Yeah, <laughs> no, <right>. no but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I can't do, but I know somebody who can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, put a but in there. So, what do you believe about um, spiritual practice? Oh, here we have. Thank you, Terry. Hmm. Oriah Mountain Drina wrote that in the in invitation. Thank you. Oh. It's a great poem and book. I. Now, you see, I love it how information comes through. <laughs> this is God telling me, check out the book, Laura. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. <laughs> and let's talk for a little just before we kind of we have a few minutes left. I'm really interested <laughs> because you are a licensed spiritual practitioner. Yes. You're a religious science practitioner. What yes. does spiritual practice mean for you, Patricia? It's my life. Mm. <laughs> um. I, I mean, I know like yesterday and the day before I said, oh, I don't need to meditate this morning. I'm just going to go about my day. You know, well, I meditate every day, blah, 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 blah. And by the end of the day, I was meditating. <laughs> yeah. um, my practice is to do it in the morning because it, it sets the tone for my day. Um, and so sometimes I get a little what discombobulated when I don't um, and then just go back into it. So, yeah, it's it's important. Um it helps in terms of how I live my life, really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and for for um, people that come to you that are seeking spiritual counseling, sp sp spiritual practitioner, mm -hmm. um, coaching, or um, what do you feel, what's the number one thing that you see and you hear 
of people's discontent? What is the, the thing that brings discontent, do you think, for people now? That you Mostly not believing in themselves, one. Mm. And two, what's going on around them in the environment. Right. Um, a lot of people are fear, really scared. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's how do we get it's it's a, a huge part for me is around listening, listening be listening beneath what is really going on. Yeah. Um, and then it's almost like, you know, you see an iceberg and you know that that's not all there is. <laughs> the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's a lot underneath of that. And so it's it's asking uh, questions and paraphrasing and things of that nature. My business, I don't do a lot of uh, spiritual coaching, but when I when people ask me, I'm here, definitely. Um, wow. I love doing the visioning. I love doing workshops. I love teaching. I've been I taught. I just finished teaching foundations. Love teaching, and I taught online with um, with the Centers for Spiritual Living for the online classes from 2004 to 2019. So. <laughs> I did. Oh my word! I was, te- I was teaching wow. with Reverend Christina Tillerson. Oh, yeah. oh wow! <laughs> you are you are an incredible teacher, and I love it how <laughs> our songs become the message, the lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your song, this particular one, you are you know you got the power. That is a lesson. It's a, we 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 can learn from those words and take yes. them into our heart and actually act upon them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a teacher as well. I, of course, I don't mean as well, but I mean you're practicing, <laughs> you're practicing as a teacher. Yes. That's beautiful. And this is your Center for Spiritual Living Philadelphia, PA? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you're, mm-hmm. and if people would like to connect with you, mm-hmm. this is your website? Yes. Patricia mm-hmm. Watson Sings. That and time. I love your website. Oh, thank you. My my manager designed it just recently. So. I love it that you have a manager. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your all-time favorite sing- female singer or, or singer in general? <laughs> Who would you say is your all-time favorite? Whoa, that's yeah. a toughie. Um, ooh, all-time favorite. Ooh. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh well, okay. Two, two come to mind: Canadian Molly Johnson. Oh, I've heard of her. Yes, she's yes. amazing. And U.S. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> oh, Molly Johnson is jazz, isn't she? Yes, she is. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've been watching the Graham Norton show, and he has some really good English performers on lately. Some amazing, amazing performers. So, so I'm getting a little. T- taste of some of the English performers as well. <laughs> what is it about Ella that you love? Her style. I mean, one of the things I loved, she started scatting yeah. because she forgot the words to a song. Oh, wow. I but it's her that. style and just the way that she is. I mean, she's just so easy. It just flows so effortlessly. Yeah. 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 She's a good role model. Incredible. <laughs> And oh. Molly, Molly, I saw Molly Johnson last year. I, I sang at the uh, Halifax Jazz Festival last year, and Molly Johnson was was on that evening, and she came out on stage, and she had a, a music stand, which most of us have music stands, and she says, well, I've gotten to the point in, in my life where I can't remember the words anymore, so. <laughs> I love it. I mean, yes. We need role models like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't think that's unusual because I went to see um, I went to see Fleetwood Mac a few years mm. ago uh, here in London. Well, in London, I'm not in London, but in the UK, and Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks, and we had seats way up high in the O2, and we were kind of in a corner, and I could see that she was reading from an auto <laughs> thing, you know, that was right in front of, that the audience couldn't have seen if you were like. In the front row, you wouldn't right. have seen it, or it's standing right. there. But I could see, so I think I think a lot of singers do it. I do. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of dissolve any shame around that. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, before we leave, there's one thing I want to do. So just let me know about the time we're going to wrap up because there's we're one gonna thing wrap I want to do. We're going to wrap up. Okay. Now. We're going to wrap up now. I just want to thank you for being here, Patricia, and for thank sharing you. and radiating the, your light. It's so powerful. And thank I just so love much. it that, that people have come actually come into the stream because they <laughs> love you and want to be with you and hear you and support you. And I'm so thank excited you. by all that you're doing. And again, Pat Watson sings. For your website, your email, people can email you. Oh my God, Reverend Donna's on. Oh wow. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Donna. She was my minister at the Sonorian Desert Center for Spiritual Living in uh, Arizona. <laughs> there we go, Reverend Donna. <laughs> Good to be with you, Reverend Donna. So um, so yes, you have you have absolutely so much love around you, and that's a that I know as a reflection. And a mirror of, you know, you're looking in the, in, the, in the bathroom mirror saying, I love you. And here's all the love reflecting back at you, Patricia. Thank you. Really, it's been such a joy. And I love sharing, you sharing and hearing your truth, your stories, and your powerful inspiration <laughs> for people that are watching to tune in to their own power. Thank you for being here. Patricia. Thank you. Now, before we leave, okay, mm. ready? Okay. <clears throat> we wish you a happy, happy birthday, a joyous and celebrated birthday to you, Reverend Laura. We wish you a long, long life. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I love it. Thank you. I love you and your voice, and thank you for thank being you. here. Thank you. Thank you. thank you. And thank you to everybody that's been watching and tuning in. We love you. And we will be back with another Women of Power show next week. Bye for now. Bye for now, everybody. <laughs>